Good day to you and welcome in. I'm back uh, for a brief period of time, but nevertheless, good to be back. Bill Michaels show on the air and oh, how, how so much has changed from the time I left to the time we come back today. So much has changed. My goodness. Uh, welcome into the program. And uh, I'm back. Rogers is not. Uh, the Bucks. woof. That was a woof of a game the other night down in Miami. The Brewers in somewhat of a funk right now, losing three straight. But uh, the big story that every, it really has kind of encaptured the, the the sports country, if you will. We got the NFL draft coming up tomorrow night. By the way, our broadcast will begin at seven o'clock tomorrow night, Central Time. But the uh, the the story of Aaron Rodgers has in captured so many minds in so many different ways. But I'm going to give you a quick thought here coming up momentarily uh, as to when all that went down, kind of, you know, thought-wise where I was at, and we'll uh, we'll discuss. If you follow me on Twitter, if you follow me on Facebook, if you follow me over on uh, Instagram, uh, thanks to all the comments, uh, all that we posted pretty much everything and anything, video-wise and picture-wise and such, uh, other vacation, the four or five days down in Florida running all around, and uh, I uh, am going to come home now and dry out for a couple of days, (laughs) to say the very least, and uh, we had a great time. It it was absolutely spectacular. Ben Kenny, Grant Bills, doing a fine job. Ben, how you doing today? Good. Yeah, just a fine job. That's how I would describe it. Doing a fine job. Uh, you know what? It's funny. I mean, I you know there are people that don't like me. You know, so when you guys came on, they loved you guys. They they you know that that they loved you guys. They loved the the different uh, perspective, so to speak. So there's nothing wrong with that. I was listening, by Uh-oh. the way, to. Uh, it's funny. I because um, one of our sponsors, Cunis, uh, but I had to go to Barnevelt last week um, during. Uh, what day was that? Um, God, what day was it that I was back? I can't. Um, I After I did the show on Wednesday, coming back, for, it's been such a blur. I've been in so many cities, and I got another one to go this weekend. Uh, coming back, Wednesday I did the show. Thursday I was in, in route. I was driving. Um, so I turned the show on just in time to hear the breaking news of the uh of the blue check mark scandal <laughs> that's oh, going on. Yes. I was listening to you and Grant when you did the Bill Michaels breaking news and I thought it was a great tease cuz I'm like something about me I'm like am I out of a job? You know, I <laughs> I thought okay, <laughs> you know, well crap, I might as well just grab this truck and see if I can't uh you know start scouting new places to go do the show from. Uh and, and then it was the whole blue check mark scandal regarding uh regarding uh Twitter and losing the blue check mark here's my question and i haven't even checked is my check my, my check mark is gone correct yes that was the news yeah, that we okay, broke that was the news we okay. put our journalism hats on and i'm sorry here's, for your loss bill no no here's the weird thing i got an email i think it was yesterday uh yeah it was yesterday i was traveling and i got an email saying that your check mark will be restored I can't remember what the – I'd have to go back and look at it. Your check mark, as which, which I found really – because I, I wanted to send you the email because I thought you'll just throw up laughing. As It said something like, as an influencer, your check mark will be restored within I don't know how many hours or days or whatever the hell it was. But I'm just scrolling through, and that popped up. So I'm, I'm But as of today, I don't think I'm – I don't think I'm, you know, 
I don't think I really care, to be honest with you, but uh, I was kind of checking to see if it was there, and I don't think it's there. So anyway. But I thought that was uh, that's when I tuned in was you and Grant doing the breaking news. I thought I was out of a job. I really did. I thought you guys did such a fine job. I was done. That was all she wrote for me. So how did things go while I was gone? By the way, other than the fact that obviously the big news drops. Yeah, they went well. the The sports gods have a funny way of of making sure the fill in days are quite interesting. <laughs> so yesterday was good. I it was tough to to juggle the somewhat funeral that we gave for the box even though they're not dead yet after the collapse uh, on whatever night that was monday night they but we juggled that with with a brian gudekins depreciation day which was hard yeah well it, it won't it, now here's it, we can take more of this today but what is the reaction of what brian gudekins got in return for aaron Rodgers? i thought it was it was somewhat shocking to me after our expectations and many people's expectations being a number one. You got to get a number one. And then it goes down to, well, maybe you're going to get two twos and call it a day, or maybe you're going to get a two. And people getting upset and mad. And then to find out that, and I said, didn't I call it that day? I said, I want to flip flop the 13 and 15 picks because not only of the value, but you don't want the Jets controlling a pick above you via trade to then trade back or, or what have you with, say, a competitor or to trade away a space that you may covet a particular player that's starting to fall on the board. You'd like to have that pick. There's a value to that. So to flip-flop 13 and 15, get their second-round draft choice, and then without the condition of whether he plays or not, just whether he plays 65% of the snaps, then to get – a second turning into a first next year? Wow. First of all, the Jets must know, and, and I was watching the uh, the SNY network this morning, the Jets feel that he's in it for two years, that he is committed to them for the next two years. This is not a one-year thing. So that, to me, I thought was rather interesting because you, the, the Packers and their fans have been going through the wishy-washy, I don't know, do I want to play, do I not want to play, I'm contemplating it, I'm 90% into the darkness, that I was going to retire. Where did all of a sudden it go from, from I, I'm, I'm going to retire to I'm coming back for two years? That, that, that was, that's interesting to me. Um, so anyway, long story short, but to parlay that in from a second into a first for what the results are this year, I thought was magnificent. Has anybody said this is a bad deal, Ben? We got one call yesterday, uh, unhappy at trading Rogers, and that was Daniel and Toma, who has made oh, his, well. well, he's made his feelings clear on Rogers, yeah. which I get it, but that was the yeah. only person I saw unhappy with the return. I kind of entered yesterday controlling for the fact he's gone. Because we've known he's going to go for the last month. We prepared for this. And the fact that the return was what it was was somewhat remarkable. Yeah. Um, I I would agree. I was a little bit surprised when I I read what the Packers were getting. And I thought, damn, Gutekind's held out. And it paid off. And didn't we say that they needed to get this done before the draft because the Jets want him in-house? And for those that have not seen it, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, there I, I posted, reposted the, the video of Aaron Rodgers walking into the facility today uh, in New York. 
He has a press conference coming up today, 1 o'clock Central Time. Uh, we'll cover as much of that as we can. Uh, I, now, we can't, we're not going to carry it completely live, but I'll say this. This is what I'm hoping for after hearing all of the bashing of the Wisconsin media. And I even did a little bit yesterday. I did Tom Brenneman's show um, when I was uh, packing up, getting ready to fly home. And even Tom said, well, the Green Bay media, the Milwaukee, even the Milwaukee media, as if there's a, distinct, uh, a distinction between the two, and there's really not, versus the New York media. Uh I am waiting to see the big, bad, malicious, ferocious New York media try to get something out of Aaron Rodgers because I, I, I this is going to be a great big love fest today. There is not going to be anything that's going to be overly difficult, question-wise. I can't imagine, but we've heard so much about the big, bad New York media and what what they're going to do and how they're going to ask Aaron Rodgers things and how they're relentless. Now it's put your money where your mouth is. So we'll, we'll see if they actually come through and do anything uh, to that accord. But I, I just I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. So when all of this went down, Ben, we, we now was this – were you guys on the air when the, the story broke that the deal was done? No, it was 3.30 p.m. on 3:30, Monday. 3.30, okay. Right before, like 10 minutes before Brian Gudikin stepped to the podium. The, and I, you know, what was funny was Gudikin said, well, it's not, you know, it, it's not finalized yet. And people went crazy saying it's not a done deal. Schefter's a liar. It's like, what you don't understand is once the deal is agreed upon and the paperwork is signed, you have to have the NFL and the NFLPA both ratify it. And then the deal is officially done. The trade has gone down. And But when it's reported like that, that the deal is done. And I don't know why people are so quick to be skeptical and just sarcastic jags on social media, but I watched it. And even even when I reposted it, people came after me. But I watched it. I'm like, why? 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 Everything else in the world gets reported and nobody questions it. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and any reporting on Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter or anybody else, people went crazy, man. People went crazy on that. Uh, anyway, the um, the when when the story broke, um, I was where the hell was I? <laughs> it's all a blur. Um, oh, we were in uh, we were in Marco Island. We were down in Marco Island, and I'm sitting at a bar called CJ's, and we're we're looking over uh, a beautiful harbor with a you know a lot of boats that I could never afford. And my first thought was, oh, my God, finally, this thing's done. Oh, it's over. But I, I have to admit there was this part of me that was, that was a little sad and, and for two reasons. One, it, you watch Rodgers get drafted. You watch him grow up in the system. You remember that, that guy that looks like he's 14 years old. Now he's this grizzled veteran. Um, you remember all of the great moments, the spectacular throws, the fun that you've had over the years with him, you know, before he became this, you know, mega superstar and getting a little bit, you know, off center. Um, but you remember all of that, and then you think to yourself, and if, I, if I'm the only Packers fan that thought this, stop me, but um, I thought this is the end. 30-plus years. Rodgers for 17, 18 years. Favre, 30, it's like 34, 35 years of this Hall of Fame level of play. 
is done. This franchise that has been this elite franchise in every year, when you start talking at the beginning of the season or this time of year when you look at the NFL draft, you you have the draft, and then there's always the rating system and the grading system about who did great, who didn't do great. You know, did you did you get needs? Did you get great players? You know, what is the, the ranking system for whoever's going to do it, from our lads to Mel Kuyper to Todd McShay to the NFL Network, whatever. Um, you thought to yourself, all of this has now come to an end. And I know that is a very ominous thought, but I, I and I have made my feelings very well known. Look, I, I have nothing personal against Jordan Love. I just don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I just don't. I hope he's listening. I hope he takes it as a chip on his shoulder. I hope he learns something from Aaron Rodgers and he comes out firing on all cylinders and proves me 100% wrong. I just, I'm just giving you my honest opinion. Just watching his, his ability, watching what he does, how he does it. Uh, yeah, he had nine terrific throws in a game against Philadelphia. Beyond that, I have never seen anything in his career that would tell me that he is way above average or even a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. So – my first thought was was oh it's you know it's a shame that Rodgers is gone. My second thought is we just watched the end of an era in Green Bay Packer football because it has never happened in the history of of the NFL to get back to back to back quarterbacks that are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So I I I hope that Jordan Love is way above average. I think maybe he's average. Uh, I have not seen anything that's going to make me believe otherwise. I think there is this level, this modicum of hope out of what are we what we saw maturity-wise this past season. But I have never been in that corner. Just haven't been. So, and if that's the case, then I'm not saying here come the 70s and 80s, but um, – now it really, really, really becomes incumbent upon Brian Goodikinst and Matt LaFleur to do their jobs way above average. Because if you're Matt LaFleur, you have got to scheme and call plays to get him into a rhythm and to get the offense mobile. And as far as Brian Goodikinst goes, you have got to put a defense and the weaponry around him that is going to make this team so far above average overall that a mediocre quarterback can just manage the game and give you the opportunity. Because I think this, the, you know, with a, with a few additions, I think this could be a playoff roster. But it's all gonna, it's all going to hinge on the quarterback. So I, that's just my take. But that sitting there watching all of this unfold and, and reading all of it, I, I that was my contemplation. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Uh, no, the Packers and the Jets are not going to the Super Bowl next year, flat smack. It's just not going to happen. 877-867-1670. I'm going to open up the phone lines. And it's good to have all of you back over on the live stream as well. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining and thanks for being such a large part of the program. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, shopcunis.com, Cunis Automotive. Uh, we did get our truck from them. And they're going to help us out all season long with a lot of different events for Fisher House, Wisconsin, and motorcycle rides and tent events and, and such. Can't say thanks enough to our friends from Cunis. Cunis Automotive. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shop Cunis, K-U-N-E-S. Go to shopcunis.com. That is shopcunis.com. We'll be back. 
Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Yeah, I think, I think where our team is at, obviously Aaron's a, you know, up there in age and has, you know, yeah, I don't know, however many years he has. I think he's got some really good football left in him. But uh, I think for us, it was just uh, as we got through the offseason and started talking about where we wanted to go, um, this made a little bit of sense for us. We wanted to get his input, like I've told you guys in, in the past, and would have loved to have that and kind of see where he sat with that. Um, that didn't happen. That was a little bit unfortunate and disappointing for me. But at the same time, um, I just think, you know, as we move forward, um, you know, uh, we're really excited where Jordan can go. He needs to play. And uh, having him sit another year, I think, um, would really delayed kind of, you know, where we're going and what we're trying to build. Now you say that. You didn't say that a couple of months ago. Now you say he needs to play. And uh, we didn't want to delay that. So was that the driving force? For all of this, you would assume so. Uh, welcome back to the program. The Bill Michael Show continues on. Master Z's, they're on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Everything from outdoor patio furniture, which this time of year, everybody's looking for the outdoor lifestyle. They have everything from outdoor bars. They have heaters. They have the uh, the fire features that you can go pick up. And the quality there is what people drive from everywhere to pick up, whether it's from south of the border or it's from all over the great state of Wisconsin. Stop into Master Z's, Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. And uh, the, as they say, you can see it today and get it tomorrow because the this, this stuff is right there in the warehouse. Call them, 262-746-5931. 262-746-5931. Master Z's, Rob and his staff are such good people. Master Z's, they will explain everything to you. you know, if you've got stuff indoors, whether it's games or accessories, pool tables, shuffle boards, dart boards, you name it, table games, They've got it. Stop in, and they even have uh, the machines, the old, uh, you know, arcade machines there, some of them. So check out our friends at uh, Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. That's Master Z's, 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931. Welcome back to the program. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, Flatsmack uh, says, fun fact, Rodgers didn't throw for over 300 yards once last year. Who cares? That That's one of those, aha, you're getting old, you can't hack it anymore statistics. But also they tried to run the ball more, didn't have much uh, of a receiving core at one point or another. Uh, you had Randall Cobb that was banged up, Christian Watson that was banged up and didn't really even have much of a training camp. Then just as he started to come back, Romeo Dobbs, he went down. They didn't. Robert Tanya was coming back off of an ACL. The offensive line was in, in flux. It, it's just it, – it, it, look, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 you know, kind of say how great Aaron Rodgers is, I, but I guarantee you he has 300-plus yards passing this year. Numerous games. The over and under will say five, five or six, maybe more. I, I just – and does that mean he's a better quarterback or a less quarterback or – no, it, it, that, has, that has zero bearing on whether or not he's still a good quarterback because you know he's going to come back just as he always has. He's going to come back and he is going to do anything and everything he can to stick it to the naysayers. And every time he's been doubted, he has responded beyond expectation. I, I have no doubt he is going – now, he is going to play in a really, really tough division, but I have zero doubt, zero doubt 
that he is going to light it up this year. He just is. I think he's going to have a terrific year. I, I, whether he was playing in Green Bay or playing in New York, I think I, I've said all along he is all, he, he's going to have a terrific year. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Joe says, "Did you like Sharkies?" Joe, Sharkies was the one place we didn't make it to. Made it to every place else, and now it gives me a reason to go back. I had a buddy of mine that saw I was down there on Facebook, and he texted me and said, "Oh, you got to go. You, you got to go to Sharkies." We did everything down there. We I can't even tell you all the places we went. Um, I think we had five places on the last day, but it was a it was a whirlwind to say the very least. To say the very least, we were on the beach. We saw the drum. Ben, did you see the video of the drum circle by any chance? Yeah, we were gonna have a conversation with you about Instagram as well. Um about instagram yeah there's some well some of the posts you put up twice that's because it doubles up it, it, they're connected so if you put it on facebook it goes the thing about it is with instagram if you post a video it won't post to it won't post to the facebook page it's connected but it won't do it and so uh, you're, you're right some things double posted and i don't know why they did Others didn't post, or they didn't post it first, and then they posted. It was it was weird, um, but because the accounts are connected. Here's the other thing: if I post something on Instagram and make it a reel or a story, it links to my personal page on Facebook, which means nobody on the public page can see it, which is a bizarre scenario within itself. But if you post pictures on Instagram, sometimes they'll go to the public page, sometimes they won't. I don't know why. But the drum circle is <laughs> it's an experience. They have and for those that don't know what I'm talking about on uh Sarasota Beach in, in, or no, in Nokomis Beach they have on Wednesday nights and, and Saturday or uh Friday nights, Friday nights. Um more so than anything. Or was it God I, I've lost days. I think it's excuse me, Saturday night, Saturday night. On Wednesday nights and Saturday nights, they have what's called the drum circle. And about midway through the day, a guy shows up, and he looks like he's straight out of a uh, a 60s movie. And he stands in the middle of this area of sand, holds a, holds a, uh, a string, the end of a string, while another guy, who looks the same, then begins to etch out a circle in the sand holding the string. And... Everybody stays out, sets their chairs and such outside of this circle. And then one by one, they start showing up. All these dudes that play bongos. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And some of them are just musicians. Some of them are just hippies. Some of them are young. Some of them are old. It's like the calling of the weird. It, it, and it's funny how all the Aaron Rodgers jokes that were flying around out there, not only on my Facebook page, but that were actually being stated out there. That, oh, at any point in time, Rodgers is going to show up with a ayahuasca thing. And, you know, uh, so they start playing. And there had to be, by the time, and they play until the sun goes down. People watch the sunset. You literally see it going down over the horizon in the ocean. 
and they they watch, they stand, they cheer, and then it, I mean, it, when it finally goes away, it's it's kind of quick. It's within seconds, and this thing you just see a sliver of it, and then boop, it's gone, and the and they they all cheer and they erupt, and but there's dancers. And there's a guy out there with this stick that he's rolling it around on his neck. And there's this girl who is as hippie as hippie gets. And you see her in the video. She she douses her body in glitter. And she's dancing around in a G-string and a bra. And then there's this other woman who has this parrot on a stick and in a cowboy hat. And, and she painted a mustache on her face. And she's dancing around. And then there's this old lady that she's dancing around then they got these drums for kids and it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen it's just bizarre but it's 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 a staple down there it's an absolute staple uh and people come from all over to see it Uh, i guess it's the second largest i can't believe where the first one would be but it's the second largest drum circle uh, I guess in the country, and they do it religiously every Wednesday and Saturday night, as long as the weather permits. It's 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 really weird, man. It was really weird, but people love it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So you watched the video. You and Grant kind of paid attention to the video because if you guys were watching it and listening to it, you were probably as stunned in the studio as I was there in person. Hmm. I I saw the video. I can't say I dissected it. Like, okay. I, I laid eyes on it, but there wasn't okay. much time spent looking at the various personalities, <laughs> unfortunately. There I was should have been. Focused there on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, 877-867-1670. Yeah, Gary says LSD, hell of a drug. It's old people. It's young people. It's the weirdest conglomeration I've ever seen. It's just something I've never, never really witnessed before, to be honest with you. Um. This one, uh, this one's from Mark, who says, uh, "Hey, Bill. Oh, so now, what do the Packers do with that draft choice? You know what? That's something we'll talk about when we come back. Let's do this because now, uh, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Uh, I tweeted out the video of him going into the Jets facility a little bit earlier today. If you haven't seen it already, you can go there and check it out. High fiving. He's uh, saying hi to Woody Johnson and Sala and Nathaniel Hackett and others. Um, so he he's gone, and now." Phase three, I guess, uh, of the Green Bay Packers since Ron Wolf took over, thus being then Ted Thompson, or really Mike Sherman, then Ted Thompson, then Brian Gutekinst, uh, and phase three of life after. And uh, now you got Jordan Love and what this team now needs. So let's do this. We'll go ahead and we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll start to kind of, you know, take some questions and such. Uh, regarding all of this. Don't forget about tomorrow night. Tomorrow night our draft coverage begins at 7 o'clock on many of these same stations. 7 until the end is when we're going to go, about 7 to 11 tomorrow night. And uh, we'll be breaking down uh, the NFL draft. We'll give you all the picks tomorrow night as it goes fast and furious and who might be taking who and such. Will there be many trades and much jockeying? And I find it very interesting that all of a sudden – the uh, the quarterback world has gone over the last week and a half topsy-turvy as to who could possibly be the number one overall pick, who's going to be the second quarterback taken, uh, all this different conjecture about quarterbacks and who wants who, and it's it's just it's, it's wild what's going on. It just is. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And uh, as I came home today while I was gone, actually Pella had called because uh, my screen 
uh, the screen door for my new patio door, uh, it was on back order for a while, and it came in. And they called and said, hey, can we put it in? And I wasn't home, but I do have the ability to unlock my house remotely. So they came over. I mean, within five minutes, came over, uh, got everything done. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It, it's, it matches everything. I, I checked it when I got home late last night. And uh, absolutely wonderful. The experience has been nothing but a joy from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That is 855-PELLA-WI. And right now, 0% for 48 months. All you got to do is call for the free, the free in-home consultation. Go to PellaWI.com. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Heading down to the Pfizer Forum tonight. No better place to stop before or after the game. You've got to, or maybe even to watch the game. Is uh, That's our friends at Stenny. Second to National Walkers Point. They are running shuttles tonight. So if you're going to go down, you want to avoid the parking hassles, get dropped off right there at the front door of the Pfizer Forum. That's our friends at Stenny. Second to National Walkers Point. Get some good food, maybe a beverage or two. Head over to the Fiserv, check out the game, come back. Or if you're just looking for a great sports bar, the best sports bar in all of Milwaukee to go to, uh, stop down at Stenny's. Uh, the award-winning Bloody Marys, the wings are fantastic, and they have diff- different food specials and items all the time. So no better place to go than our friend Stenny's uh, Second National Walker's Point. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Coming up, Zach Rosenblatt, our guy from uh, The Athletic up in New York, is going to be joining us coming uh, coming up here at the top of the hour. We're going to talk with Bill Huber of SI covering the Packer side of things today in the uh, third hour, beginning the third hour of the program. And also, um, I, this is uh, I, I want you to take a listen to this off of the SNY network. Uh, Connor Hughes talks about Aaron Rodgers and the contract that he has in New York now and what this means to the Jets. Take a listen. This compensation, it's pl- its a lot, but it's perfectly reasonable because when you see the contract, the restructured contract that Aaron Rodgers is going to sign that's going to allow the Jets to put so many more pieces around him, it's going to make a lot more sense. And also, the Jets don't agree to give up a first-round pick in next year's draft unless they know Aaron Rodgers is going to be their quarterback next year and potentially a little bit beyond that. This is a two-year deal, basically. They feel very confident that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers for two years, and I wouldn't put it past them to potentially have him for three. How about that? So we all knew that Rodgers was going to restructure this deal. Uh, Rodgers stated it and, and said that a while ago. So this is not – and I've, I've seen some people that were talking about this, saying, oh, Rodgers is doing this for, for New York. He wouldn't do it for the Packers. No, he, he said that the number that it is is not going to be the number he plays for. Uh, he knew that. He has stated that. Uh, he said it on the Pat McAfee show. So that, that was one of those little things that was way out here – in, in space a little bit that it just nobody really caught. So he will restructure that deal. But it's so interesting, isn't it, that this is a two, possibly three-year deal, and he's going to fulfill it. This is what is so – this is the aggravating side of things that people, that Packers fans um, have an issue with, and I understand it because you got a guy that every year – 
you know, didn't want to be far. Didn't want to do this, uh, the wishy-washy back and forth. Didn't want to be that guy, but has become that guy. And then, after putting Packers fans through this for the next couple of years, for the last couple of years specifically, now he wants to play and wants to play for at least two, if not three. Why couldn't he say that? So they think, ben, for the record. Well, that's what, they, that's what they think, but he's signing the deal saying that this is what he's going to do. Right. They is it, Doesn't that aggravate you a little bit? They expect him to fulfill two to three years. I would love to check back in next offseason and see how that goes, just in yep. general, in terms of the no, surface. I, I, I can understand that. I, until he actually does play that number of years, I'm not going to judge on what his commitment is like. Because yeah. as we have seen for the last how, however many, four to five years, three to four, it's been very month to month. It is, yeah. It, it, Not to mention I don't really give a damn because they got a ridiculous trade haul, and I think it's a great well, trade. Well, that's just it. I, I think it's a terrific trade, and uh, like I said, I was really surprised at the at next year's draft pick, and I thought that was – that that came out of uh, kind of came out of left field, and I, I I had one guy that hit me on Twitter that said it's a bad deal. Um, I I, I just I, I don't I, I don't understand how people can think this is a bad deal, because uh, he said Goody waited too long. He should have gotten more. Now maybe next last year, okay, in comparison to maybe what he would have gotten last year, okay. That I can go along with. But this was, for all intents and purposes, this is a hell of a deal. And the Jets fans, this is the compensation for the Jets fans. Because the Jets fans felt like, well, the Packers didn't deserve anything. You know, you're getting rid of an aging quarterback. He barely wants to play. Um, you know, he didn't have a great season last year. You deserve maybe a second or a third round pick, and that's it. Take it and, take it and be grateful. And we're like, oh, wait a minute. That's No, that ain't happening. That's not right. <laughs> That's not – it doesn't work that way. You're getting in a guy – you're getting a guy that you believe is going to take you to a Super Bowl, and yet you only want to give up a second or a third-round pick. So Jets fans were all in on little Green Bay doesn't deserve anything. And then when word comes out that this is what the trade is, the Jets fans at first were like, this is incredible. They robbed us. And then it was like, well, Rodgers is going to restructure the deal, so we're good with that. Oh, they, the Jets knew something the Packers didn't. Therefore, the Jets got the better end of the deal. No. If you listen to Brian Gutekinds, they, they believe it was time. They believe it was time. They had had enough. It's time for Jordan Love to find out what this guy can do. Uh, you hear – now, whether they're right or wrong, I don't know. But they felt it was time, and they knew they needed certain pieces and certain compensation for this level of player that they ultimately got. And when you knew the, the deadline was approaching, and that being tomorrow in the NFL draft, you knew it was going to happen because the Jets got to get him there. Now, there's still a question, and we'll find out later today, about the OTAs and the minicamps as to what he will and will not attend. But I would be shocked – and I don't say that very often, if he doesn't attend almost everything this offseason. There has to be a reinvigoration heading into that facility for him 
to feel young again to say, hey, I'm I'm not only because in Green Bay it became contentious. In New York, it, it's just it's right back to, you know, here comes the savior through the door. So I gotta think that he's gonna be participating in almost all, if not all, of the offseason workouts for the New York Jets. We'll find out later today. Um, Mirage84 hits me up on Twitter says, I appreciate the fact that you don't think that Jordan loves a Hall of Famer, but I doubt anybody can be considered a Hall of Fame quarterback before they've even taken the job as a starting quarterback. Um, I understand that. I, what I've stated all along is going back to, say, the first time I met Aaron Rodgers, I sat down and was blown away by the guy. Blown away. And, then I, and I have not had a chance to do this in a long time because of the time we're on the air. Back then, I was doing uh, an evening show from 6 to 8. Um, and now, I'm, I'm obviously not. Uh, I'm doing a midday show, so I don't get a chance to be at practice. I don't get a chance to be in that locker room on a consistent. So, But I remember sitting there talking to Aaron Rodgers on that, you know, the day after the draft, the rookie symposium. And nobody wanted to talk to him because he was the backup to Brett Favre. Nobody cared. I remember talking to the guy. And listening to him speak and and already had immersed himself in Packers culture, Packers lore, knowing the history of the game, knowing the history of Lambeau, knowing the history of Lombardi, knowing the quarterbacks and some of the obscure players along the way. And he had really done his homework. And I thought, okay, first and foremost, that there's a dedication there. Secondly, the chip on his shoulder for falling in the draft um, clearly ate him up. And you knew that was a driving force. And then you got a chance to watch him. And I walked away from a couple of those practices saying, if this guy's – and I told him this the day I met him. I said, if your ability, physical ability, is half as good as your mind, you'll be in the Hall of Fame. He, he was just that impressive. Sometimes you can just tell. There's certain people that are just – can be great, and you can see it. And, I, look, I, I may not be right about much in my life, but that was one thing I was completely right about. And just just knew it. You could just you could just tell. Uh, but I agree with you. If you don't you know see a guy take you know starters reps under center, you you don't you don't really have a gauge as to what their greatness could be. I'm just telling you. I saw Rogers play in college. Uh, I saw his films, and I watched him and his knowledge and what he did, and listened to the interaction with coaches and such. I. Again, Jordan Love may turn out to be a really good quarterback. I don't know. I just didn't see that. I'm not saying I'm some great Italian, you know, talent evaluator. Maybe in five years or ten years, who knows? You turn, you you get a hold of the program and say, "Ah, you were right." I, I, but I'm just telling you what I've seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of quarterbacks drafted, and I go back to, you know, my years spent covering early on in my career Cincinnati, and the David Klinglers and the Achilles Smiths of the world watching different players that were drafted high because God knows they were always drafting high. Uh, and then seeing the Brian Brahms and such and Vince Young and everybody come through the Green Bay Packers system and the Mike McCarthy quarterback school and all of it, and watching these guys and just going, none of these guys have it. None of these guys. When you stand in greatness and then you get to stand elsewhere and you see it, it, it just – you know it. I, I'm not saying that I have some kind of quarterback. You would know it. You, we all would know it. It's just if you get a chance to do it. You just know it. You can see it. So I'm just 
throwing that out there that I just don't know if he's that cat. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, fire it up, go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, you can hit us on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, uh, it's The Bill Michael Show on Facebook. You can subscribe for free on YouTube and on Twitch TV, which is simply Bill Michael Show. And uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is thebillmichaels.com. You can download and listen to the app, which is WOZN, The Zone out of Madison. And if you don't get tomorrow night's show, uh, the draft show in your area, that's the way to get a hold of the program, the best way to get a hold of the program. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Got to say thanks to our friends at Point Brewing up at Stevens Point. Shop local. It's our friends at Point Brewing. Brewing excellence since 1857. And when the new studio is ready to go, which should be any time now, uh, they sent us a really cool neon. And I got to hang it up. It's going to go in the back somewhere on the wall. Oh, it's really cool. I was excited to see it. Uh, it showed up in my house uh, yesterday. It was, I was sitting on the porch when I got uh, when I got back off our flight last night. So, thanks to our friends from Point Brewing. Really looking forward to getting that uh, getting that hung up. Uh, it'll 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 look great. It'll look great. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. For those that wanted to hear from uh, Brett Favre on all of this, we have now heard from him. He said, and I quote: "Aaron's going to do great. Aaron's going to do great." <laughs> well, some people want to hear from Favre. He's going to handle the transition very well, as well as anyone. He's very smart and instinctive on and off the field. In other words, you're not going to catch him by surprise very often. And I think he's the best at making everybody around him better. I would rather not bet at all than bet against him. That is from Brett Favre texting Ed Werder in regards to uh, to his transition, uh, Rogers' transition to New York. Favre was 38 when he was traded, remember. Uh, following three league MVPs and a Super Bowl title and another appearance in Green Bay. He went on to the Jets for a year before ultimately ending up over in Minnesota. But uh, we have now heard um, heard from him. Uh, so, I, you know, I still get people backcountry over on Twitter hits me up and he says, you know, uh, people are laughing at uh, the Brewer or the, uh, the Brewers, the, the Packers front office. Who's laughing? I have heard nothing but praise for what Goody got in return from Aaron Rodgers. Now, the fact that you've had two quarterbacks that have been somewhat prima donna-esque and the drama has become old and you finally just wanted to say we've drafted someone else, we're ready to move on, and business is business, other than that, and that drama playing out twice within 15 years, who's laughing at the Green Bay Packers? Uh, no, Nobody that I know. Just an FYI. Zach Rosenblatt of The Athletic from New York covers the Jets. He's going to be there at the press conference today as Aaron Rodgers speaks. We'll talk with him about what the reaction is in New York. We'll get all of that when we come back. 
Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.